how do I start this thing? Have you plugged the bloody USB in? Yeah, it's in. Nah, man. Wrong point. Oh, wait. It's flashing now. Is it? Re- oh, wait. It's recording. Well, let's start this thing, full. Welcome back, guys. It's Sam. And it's Amelia. Welcome back to Ask the Joy Podcast, a podcast where we aim to build better mindset and better relationships. And that can be through others and within yourself. Yeah. And we're excited to be back for season two. Let's jam right into it. Right into it. So, straight up, what's coming for this podcast? So we'll be looking at uploading our full episodes every Tuesday, bright and early for you morning traffic guys. Mm-hmm. Additionally to that, we will be uploading full episodes to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because previously we had snippets, but I think it'd be nice to have just a full episode so that the people that who like to listen to episodes on YouTube instead of Spotify or, or the other platforms, it'd be good and you can see our faces on Hell, there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our focus really is to provide better quality content, right? So we'll be bringing in a lot more guests to share their stories and their experiences in the walk of life for you guys to listen and to learn from. Yeah, so doing it one a week will help us just allocate more time to having that quality content. And yeah, yeah, the guests, we're really focusing on bringing out their stories because, you know, everyone has their challenges that they've gone through. Everyone has their their own story that no one knows about. And we're really focusing on the people sharing their journeys and how they've grown their mindset or just – Anything that's through relationship challenges, family problems or like challenges that they've had and how they've grown to build better connections through that or better connections with themselves, which is why we have that tagline that we have, which is building better mindset for better relationships because it really is all around the mindset. When you have a better mindset, you connect with people who are sharing similar values as where you are now and that could change at any point in time and that can help you build better relationships with yourself or with others so that's the new thing which is the youtube but we'll still be on spotify apple google anchor stitcher all the other platforms but it's really because we want you to be comfortable and listening on a platform that's what you're comfortable with so we come to you, really. Yeah, 100%. And if you guys have feedback, suggestions, shoot us a DM. We're very open to receiving. Um, and if there are any guests that you guys want us to bring on, let us know. Yeah, we're always really open to have a chat. And because we're really more about having this as a community, so you are part of our conversations too. So if there's something that you wanted to share, don't be shy. Like just just let us know and we're happy to have a chat. And if you think there's any guests who share something similar that they could share to others and help others learn around mindset, relationships and all that kind of stuff, yeah, we're open to it. But with that being said, because we just came back from a break, let's talk about what we got up to. Yeah, so we had a 
a short break and it was a good break. As we always say, we like to practice what we preach. Mm -hmm. So it was a small getaway to really relax, recalibrate and reset. And yeah, it was really good. I think we, we needed that as a, as a couple, but also as us individually as well. Yeah, I think as a couple, we don't really go on holidays as much. We don't go on dates. We don't really go on holidays, but we are trying to make that more of a thing, like just take more breaks when we can. So we did try that. This was our second break this for 2022, which is really yeah. good. That's really rare for us. And yeah, it was really good. And what was what would you say was your best moments of the holidays? Yeah, I think the the best part of that was when we went hiking. Uh, it was 90 minutes, an hour and a half. Um, and it's just experiencing nature. Yeah, so we went to Twin Falls at Springbrook, Springbrook yep. which is a really popular place and it's just easy if you just want like a cruisy hike that nothing too intense yeah. it, it's a really good hike you can bring families and you can see really nice waterfalls so this one was called twin falls there's two waterfalls there and it was actually one and a half waterfalls because the other one was kind of like just drizzling but yeah. it was still nice regardless and you get to walk behind it so that's really cool and just hearing the water splatter onto the rocks something about this is really calming yeah it's like yeah 100 calming and it's cool to see waterfall in front of you as you're walking behind the whole uh setting yeah so rather than usually appreciating waterfalls from the front where you can't get near it you can actually walk behind this one but i one thing that really interested me i don't know Maybe I'm just not educated in this natural aspect, but it's like, how does water form in a mountain like that where it just, because we were walking around, there's a lot of random water, mini water droplets or mini water trails that are like coming down and then it wasn't raining at all. So it's like, where does this water come from? That was something I just kept asking along the hike, which was really interesting to me. Yeah. And it was really good to to walk through these paths because they had little small signs throughout, I guess, the venture. And it had signs explaining exactly what type of, you know, plants or leaves or trees. And it was interesting to see the different types and the names. Very, very interesting names as you walk along the path. Yeah, and there was like this spiky... Poisonous? It wasn't poisonous. Yeah, it was like a, a stinger. It? it was yeah, a stinger. A stinger, a yeah. stinging leaf. But the thing was, the picture that they drew just looked like every other leaf. Yeah, it just so was like a standard <laughs> leaf with spikes, I guess. Yeah, so it was like, there. how do you tell which one is a spike? And there's so leaf. many of them like along the pathway. So it was kind of hard to. Yeah, and I was like, beware of stinging leaves on the trail. I was like, cool. Thanks yeah, for Just keep walking you. through it, get stung, all good. <laughs> yeah, but I also really liked the hike moment because I genuinely like hikes and I just think that we truly don't do it enough. It is close to us, but it's not that close, maybe like an hour's drive. But I think like it'd be nice maybe this year to try and do a few more. Yeah, I think it's, it's good because this year, well, sorry, end of 2022, forgot, uh, Seems like it was just yesterday. It was the first mo like time when 
COVID wasn't really around, so it, it was good to sort yeah, of get out. Yeah, actually it was. There was a COVID peak. Yeah, it, it was good to be allowed to get out in and about. So it, it, was, yeah. d- it was definitely different. Yeah, I think it's good as well going for hikes because you're not carrying your phone around and you get to just truly be in the moment, like with yourself and also with us being around each other because we're always on devices, like whether we're scrolling on Instagram or scrolling or something or we're working on our computers. It's just good for us both to be present with each other and just have just random casual chats as we're walking and just exploring different natures, trees, like random things and lizards jumping out at you. Lizards? Yeah, remember that lizard that kind of like scattered and scared the shit out of me? Oh, yes, lizards. Yeah. Aside from best moments, any funny moments? Yes, one in particular. So we had a family gathering for Christmas. It was a lunch uh, in my nephew, (laughs) J-Man, He was basically explaining to us how vloggers or, or people on YouTube basically introduce themselves <laughs> at every start of a vlog. Which inspired this intro. Yeah, which inspired my introduction. So thank you, J-Man. Uh, all because of you, I uh, was inspired to do this introduction. So what did he do? So he was basically explaining and emphasizing on how you should intro. So it's always like, what's up, guys? <laughs> like overly emotionally and, and excitement. You've got to emphasize on that. And you forgot the second line. <laughs> it's your boy. Like you have to always say, it's your boy. So it was pretty funny to see him actually action that and hold hold his hand out like he was holding a camera. It was pretty funny. So. <laughs> and it's funny because- your brother-in-law also has the gimbal as well. So oh, yes. <laughs> totally fits yeah. the situation. Had a gimbal. It was pretty, pretty funny. So No, I just thought of a funny moment that we had. So we played Saboteur with our mums and oh, my sister. Yes. That yes. was really funny. Like if anyone has played games with their parents, which we haven't, and your mom, I would say like her English isn't that good. Yeah, mom's English isn't that good, but- I think the hardest part was explaining to her and teaching her. Yeah, but her reactions were funny. Yeah. So, like, Saboteur is this game where you have to build a mine, like, Pathway. path down and you have to find gold, essentially, and there's two coal. So, the bad people would lead the good people. Bad people being the saboteurs. Yeah, to the coal and then the good people lead to the gold. So, me and you, we were saboteurs and, like, you don't know who's the other saboteur, but over time you kind of figure out who's yeah. playing dirty and... I kept putting paths like sideways instead of going downwards towards the gold. And then your mom was like, no, that's wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny too. Uh, I think mom actually caught she on did, really quickly. She did really good. And then yeah. she was saboteur as well. And yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. It's, yeah, it was a fun game. <laughs> good experience with the mums. And then when we are playing uh, Exploding Kittens, you're like, should we give her the finger? to your mom and your mom's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when i say give her the finger it means like should we fuck him up kind of thing and she she knows what i'm saying when i say should we give him the finger <laughs> so it's pretty funny man yeah i love the dynamic between you and your mom but yeah other things that are coming up so we just had christmas we had new year's celebration but for us our background we are asian so the lunar new year is coming up 
really soon. Yeah, Usually really that falls between January or February, and this year is falling on the 22nd of January. Yep. So more celebrations to come. Yeah, yeah. So I thought we'd talk a bit about that just for the people who don't really know what it is or want to hear how different families or different people do or celebrate Lunar New Year. Yeah, so I guess the, the purpose of celebrating Chinese New Year is more so the gathering, uh, the gathering of families and, and having a good feast. I think is is the biggest thing that uh, you could say most families, Chinese families, would look forward to in terms of celebrating. Yeah. So before we talk about what we do, I just wanted to explain what Lunar New Year actually is. Just a brief, brief, is <laughs> a brief introduction to what it is. It actually is the biggest holiday in Asia. So if you go to Hong Kong or any of those countries. I'm just talking from my experience because I would always go back to Hong Kong. That's like where I my background kind of is. So they would close. So if you know Asia, they don't really close down for a lot of holidays. They would just work through it, like Christmas and stuff. Yep. Generally, they still stay open and New Year's as well. But if you go to Asia, especially China or Hong Kong for their holidays, that's lands near the Chinese New Year, they would generally have a big holiday. And you know how normal New Year's is just a one day, like 1st of January or New Year's Eve, you have that public holiday. Chinese or Lunar New Year actually lasts for 15 days. So how it's calculated and why the date's different every year is because they're based off the old calendar. They have like a, I don't know how to say it in English, but... It's like an old school. It's a traditional calendar. Yeah, traditional calendar, and it's based off like the moon phases. So it will start on the first full moon of this year, which this year lands on the 22nd of January. Yeah. So that's essentially what it is. And um, they also call it Spring Festival. So Chunji or Chunjie or something like that, which translates to Spring Festival. And yeah, it's just celebrating that. And goes for 15 days and oh yeah another thing i didn't explain is each year there's a different horoscope so there's 12 animals that kind of represents these horoscopes and this year is the year of the rabbit year of the rabbit yeah rabbits are usually a really good year like all of like everyone usually enjoys or loves looks forward to the year of the rabbit because they're really known for like peace and like calm and I think this year they said that it's the year of hope or something like that. So I reckon it'll be a really interesting year. Yeah, hopefully it's a it's a good year for for all of us. Yeah, and the year that you're born it rep- represents different horoscopes, right? So I was born in the year of the sheep, and you were. I'm the snake. Yeah, and you can generally calculate people's ages through that because there's twelve of these horoscopes and you just kind of go through these years. So it's really interesting and the horoscopes that come with it, I find it really interesting as well. Yeah. See, I, I every year I just go, okay, is it a good year? Cool. All right, sweet. <laughs> I don't really, for me, uh, I don't understand in depth as to specifics. I normally ask family to decipher the horoscopes for me. Yeah. But it's just interesting to know. Like, obviously, I don't listen to it or put it 
like listen to it with a grain of salt i guess is what i'm trying to say because it's just interesting to see what the horoscopes would say just like normal horoscopes but it's just you know if there's anything to be cautious of you just kind of have that in the back of your mind but you're not going to be like oh yeah don't follow a it bad team, thing happened it's because of this bad year or something like that yeah. so yeah this is really interesting so that's what chinese new year usually is and there are some traditions that well what i've grew up with too so do you have any traditions that you would follow go yeah. Of, yeah follow yeah yeah so my family background i'm a fruit salad so I'm part Thai, I'm part Vietnamese, and I'm mostly Chinese. So my dad is Vietnamese Chinese, so we followed his traditions. So that's a bit of a mixture between the Viet slash the Chinese. And with my dad, we always used to um, pray. Mm. We had a shrine at home and we used to call it Bai San every Chinese New Year. Which is kind of like presenting your offerings to yeah, the gods. Yeah, you're making offerings to, yeah, you could say God, right? And that was the traditions that we followed. So every yeah. every new year we would basically provide our offerings and that's through like food, um, food, fruits, and we would also burn incenses. We would burn like fake money and gold and- Shirts, clothing. Yeah, you can get clothing. And it's it's- for for people outside of the the Asian community, it's it sounds a bit strange, but um, I guess behind the scenes as to why we do that is like Amelia said, it's more like that offering to the God that we're providing back. Yeah, it's to all them. about giving. Like it's kind yeah. of like I think if you were to compare it to a Western season or what's it called festival, it'd be like Thanksgiving. Like yes. it's all about giving, so, yeah. offering, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's giving offering and and spending time with your family. Mm. That that's the the focus of of Chinese New Year. Yeah, and then because you did that buy something, did you go into the extent of offering to each different gods? Because there's like kitchen gods, nah. there's like you know that kind of stuff. No, nah. so we we just had we had a shrine at the front door with those red globy lights and. <laughs> Yeah, so for you guys, if you see a house with like at nighttime with glowing red light, then you know it, they probably have a, a shrine at home. I used to be scared of that stuff. I have uh, my grandma used to have one and be on all night, and I had that like um, what's it called the temple music playing. Oh, okay, yeah, that's in the background. Hectic. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, we we just had the light, but you could smell the incenses that were burning um, early on the on the night. So. That's what we we had um, just for the just, one day. Just for the in terms of Chinese New Year, it was basically I think you make offerings a few specific. There's specific days, yeah, based off the traditional calendar that you have to make your offerings and burn incenses and that sort of stuff. Mm. So if you actually see the calendar, it will tell you this date you need to do it for this and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so that's what my dad used to follow, mm. but we would only have that specific location at the front door or the front of the home, did so the you, entrance to the house. Did you have any other, like, traditions that you would do? Outside of that, it was parents would give the red packets yeah. to the kids. Or lacy. Or, yeah, lacy. Or we would go over to our family friends' homes mm. to, to eat dinner, um, and th- that was part of the offering as such because families would bring other families, like friends, to to celebrate that together. 
Yeah, we did that as well. That was really nice. It wasn't really friends. It was more like our cousins. And yeah, it's like, like direct family yeah. or like family, family friends. The whole family, kind of, which yeah. was really nice. I think that's, that's the one thing that makes this whole, for me, every year around January, I feel very reminiscent because when I lived in Canberra, so I used to live in Canberra and that's where most of my family are. Like So like my dad and my dad's brother, so all my uncles and all my cousins, they're all there. So we used to always gather together and just have like massive feast and just hang out, have fun. And I really miss those moments because I don't have like a massive family like that here in yeah. Brisbane. So I think every January when I go back to Canberra, I would just feel very grounded because it's just recuperated all that like good feelings. But if I don't, I just feel very reminiscent. So that's yeah. what and, I really miss. Yeah, and I, I – I- I vibe with that too. I, I miss those days as well because, you know, my, my dad passed away, what's it, 13, 14 years ago. So, you know, when he was around, we always did that because his, his friends always loved gatherings and they always kept in touch. Um, so we, we always had family, you know, get-togethers and piss-ups and stuff like that. And that was what kept a lot of our family friends uh, together. So those are the the days that I miss um, in terms of those gatherings. Yeah, but we can always start that ourselves too. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a it's a thing that we we learned that we need to appreciate those moments where we have friends and family, and and we need to spend those time mm. those moments together. Yeah. So some other traditions that some people may know of it's cleaning the house before it gets to the new year. So it's said that. You can't clean after the New Year's, especially during that 15-day thing because you're, it's spring cleaning essentially. So it's called Spring Festival and then you clean out all the old stuff so that allows the new the – new, new, But the purpose of cleaning is to al- allow – Oh, wait, I remember feng shui. Yeah, yeah, it's feng shui. Yeah, feng shui. <laughs> feng shui. Yeah, so it's a thing like if you – they even say like you have to move things around the house – most of the time because once things stay there for a long time, it becomes stagnant. So I guess this is also part of that theory or that concept to clean out new old things so that, you know, you're cleaning, starting off with a new- a new fresh start. Yeah, clean slate or, you know, the things that are old that's been there for a while, like you make sure you move that out so that new beginnings or new opportunities can come for you. And yeah, like once it comes to New Year's, you don't do any of that because it's time for you to actually just offer and have time with loved ones and things like that. And if you have any new clothes, that's your time to wear to wear new, it, yeah. new clothing. Like I remember, we my stepmom would buy new clothes, but she'd be like, "You can't wear that until New until Year's." The new year, yeah. yeah, so we had that. That was one of the traditions, and. One of the main ones, the biggest one that all my parents have said is don't wash your hair after when New Year's has come. Like you have to wash your hair before. Yeah. That was a tradition that we somewhat followed as well. Yeah. So you wash your hair and washing it, defining washing because. Just wetting wetting your hair. Yeah, wetting your hair essentially because you're like it's washing all the luck like down. 
like yes. you're washing it away so it's yep. telling you not to do it like whether or not i believe that i don't know but i just do it as a part of you know just being respectful to yeah, this to the tradition culture. Yeah, yeah the culture so i so. i still do it and yeah i think i'd probably pass it on to any like kids if we did like just to help them learn about the culture yeah i think it's a it's a slowly phasing and dying culture too yeah it's kind of sad like you don't see many people follow the shrine tradition in the in the bison or the offering um you don't see that as much nowadays so that's what i was saying like reminiscing back in those days i really do miss that because those traditions don't really exist too much around here anymore yeah. i think the understanding of it is kind of like fizzling out yeah it's kind of fizzling exactly that mm. and it's yeah it's a bit of a shame that yeah. it is kind of going away but yeah and then i remember we all say gather like either to chinatown or somewhere and watch the line dancing yeah, i really yeah. like the song I really like the song, like that thing that they play on the drums. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And the firecrackers, but I don't see that often anymore. I don't know if it's because it's quite a health asset hazard. Cause it- um, I think it's due to regulations now. In This is Australia specific, so uh, gunpowder or any sort of explosives because fireworks is kind of explosives. Dude, this something. is not even fireworks. This is like firecrackers and they're really loud. It's really loud. And it's really yeah. smoky and, yeah, it's like way more intense. I don't know if it's because we're really up close, but. Yeah, well, they, they've totally stopped that. It's I haven't actually seen. That's a good point. I, I haven't actually seen firecrackers in years. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's part of it. You go and watch the line dance and they light up the firecracker and it just cracks everywhere it's actually so loud to the point that it actually hurts your ears but yeah that's part of it and then there's also food like specific foods that you eat because they represent different things as well oh yeah i i don't know anything about the food definitions i just eat whatever they give me they go hey eat this because it gives you bring what uh, it brings good wealth or hey this will give you good money or health yeah. and that sort of stuff i just so the things that the only thing that i really know is like scallop is money because it, it looks like a coin looks like yeah. money fish it's you have to eat the fish but you can't finish it because the representation is that it means that you always have things left over so you're wealthy like you won't have like you won't ever run out of things. Yeah. So you eat the fish, but you can't finish it. Like you always have to leave a little bit. Um, noodles, which means long, long life because of the form of how noodles are. Like it's really long. And dumplings, I think it's again money because it looks like money bags, you know, the coin bags. Yeah. And that's what it is. And then pig's trotter. I forgot what it is. I don't know what that means, but something with pig trotters, it. Doesn't appetize me, but yeah. yeah, it sounds a bit strange. Yeah, there's a meaning behind it, but yeah, there's that. Yeah. And then there's also, I also don't know how to say this in English, nian, nian gao, which is that, that like mochi. Isn't it that puffy thing? No, lin gao. Oh. It's like this, there's a lot of mochi looking kind of things, but you eat that for New Year's as well. It's called yi. Literal translations like year cake. That's my favorite thing to eat, but you usually only see it in Asian groceries around this time of year. Otherwise, you don't see it. And I think that's all I remember. But were there any embarrassing moments or something that you did that by accident when you were younger that kind of went against the traditions? 
I kind of followed the traditions pretty to the, I wouldn't say to the T, but because parents were always there kind of whipping my ass uh, <laughs> if I weren't following it. So, I mean, washing my hair, I think sometimes, I think in the past, I definitely may have washed my hair by accident <laughs> or wet it by accident. Well, you're like, oh, I should try it. Yeah, it's like I, I would mid- Shower and then I realize, oh shit! I just <laughs> wet my hair. And you like pray to every corner, I'm like yeah, so, so. I, yeah. That that's probably the the only thing that I've probably done. Mm. Nah, I think the only one and only embarrassing or like you know it wasn't embarrassing. I didn't even know, but my dad, he's quite a joker. He always jokes around, and there's this phrase on Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year. You always say phrases. It's kind of like blessings. So you give people blessings, like you say them, and kind of like happy, wishing someone Happy New Year. Yeah. May your year be blah 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 blah. And in the Chinese culture, you would say things. And there's this one. It's like Gong Hei Fa Choi Lei Si Dao Loi. And my dad used to say that as a joke to us. And we actually took that on because yeah, we had no idea what that was. I just know what lacy is, which is the red pockets. And I think there was this one time we just before Chinese New Year, we went out grocery shopping. I think we went to like the local butcher. And like everyone in Canberra knows everyone. So we're all like friends. And my stepmom was like, oh, make sure you say your blessings to the butcher. And we're like, okay. So we're like, Gong hei fa choi lei si dao loi. And then my stepmom was like, what the hell? Do not say that. <laughs> and she full yelled at us. Like it was me and my brother. And then the reason why you don't say that is because this phrase actually means wishing congratulations on like being, f- having good fortune. But lei si dao loi is like, please give me money. <laughs> give me money. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's literally like saying give me money yeah or yeah give- here's your blessings but give me money <laughs> yeah and my son was like do not ever say that ever again and we're like but dad told us that we can say it and she's like no you do not ever say that to anyone so that was kind of funny like not funny at the time because we definitely got our asses whooped but funny now that we think back at it but yeah do not ever teach any of you kids to say that. It's <laughs> and funny, yeah, that's pretty much how I would celebrate Chinese New Year. Yeah. See, for me, it was, as I mentioned before, it was just following that Baisan tradition and then going to family and friends. That was the highlight of my growing up period. Yeah. Is that predominantly. I always reminisce in those days because it doesn't really happen as much anymore. Hmm. Um, think- maybe the dinner, but not really like... Like back then, it was consistent. We always had dinners, dinners, dinners back to back. A lot of gatherings. Yeah, the gatherings were consistent and so many of them. We can start our own. But I think this year, I think by the time this goes out, we would have gone to Canberra, but you're going down to Canberra to see my family. So we would uh, yeah. have had a celebration. We'll tell you more about it when we come back. Yeah. But it'll it's be, my first time too going down yeah, to it'll Canberra. Be, so it'll be cool. So strange that I'm born in Australia, but I've never been to Canberra. But uh, first thing. <laughs> Trust me, it's experience. not as boring as people say it is. I think maybe if you live there, it could get boring because it's quite small. But when you go back to visit, I I don't know, maybe I'm just biased. I really love it. It's just the people that's there and it's nice to know that you have so much family around you available and just to catch up and just to talk. And because it's also small, you can literally just drive five minutes out and you can go see a friend or see a family member. I thought you said five meters out and you <laughs> got family <everywhere. laughs> Well, literally, my cousin, she was like, 
I'm just gonna go. Like, do you want to come with me to go see a friend? I'm just gonna um, uh, it'll be quick or something like that. And usually in my mind, when I'm like quickly seeing a friend, it'd be at least 15 minutes drive. She drove down the road, turned around the corner. She's like, "Okay, we're here." I'm like, um, "The hell!" <laughs> it literally was just around the corner, and she's like, "Yeah, we're here." <laughs> nice so yeah i think that's just really nice just kind of imagining if you lived in like a little small community or country town where everyone knew everyone it's kind of like that but with modern vibes anyways that's it for our first episode back in season two and yeah let us know if you celebrate lunar new year or if you're interested in celebrating even if it's not part of your culture like we want to see how you usually celebrate or what's a big, massive festival that is part of your culture that you celebrate for. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome to to hear and listen to because different cultures do different things and we are really keen to, to know what all this or what is out there. So mm, Yeah. I think this year we'll also try and travel maybe a bit more. So I think learning culture through that would be interesting too. So yeah. Yeah, that's it for now, and welcome back to Ask the Jewel Podcast. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in to this episode. If you're loving this podcast, please hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to. It would mean the world to us if you could give us a star rating and feedback so we can continue to improve on bringing better content to you. Yeah, yeah. If you found this episode helpful in any way, or you know someone who'd need this, please share it with them as we're all about helping each other out. Don't forget we love listening to your ideas too. So make sure you share any topics that you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram with the handle Ask the Duo Podcast. Slide it into our DMs, baby. Pika pika. You can stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes or the release of our new episodes there too. All right, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye. Bye.